Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. It's Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Wouldn't you love a postnatal vitamin that can also support your healthy milk supply? Milky's Nursing Blend Complete Postnatal Vitamin is a two-in-one supplement with vitamin D and vitamin B, especially made for lactating people. With added fenugreek and fennel, this vitamin not only gives you what you need in your postpartum recovery, but also supports your milk supply. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and be sure to use promo code BADASS and you'll get 10% off your order. Review of the week? Review of the week, yes. Review of the week is from... I'm trying to find one that I could know. We have so many, like we have so many good ones, <laughs> but I do want to be able to like pronounce what they, their little names. So we're going to do the one today by Martin 33. And she says, you guys rock. This is a little bit of a long one. Um, this pod, I was introduced to this podcast by another breastfeeding mama in one of my support groups. She shared the paste feeding episode with our group, and I immediately was hooked. I'm a nurse, and while in nursing school, I did my senior assignment on breastfeeding and just how our society perceives it. I knew this was something I would want to be able to do for my children. However, I just didn't realize the struggles I would face with it one day. I received little to no education in the hospital and was thrown a nipple shield and pretty much was left to defend for myself. With the education I received, most moms would have given up in a heartbeat. However, after some determination, stubbornness, and one hell of a supportive husband, I refused to give up. I took a breastfeeding class in the hospital but didn't learn anything I didn't already know from nursing school. After multiple visits with a different hospital lactation consultant, seeking help from other outside lactation consultant, which costs a pretty penny, and a little bit of help from a chiropractor, we've been nipple shield free since now since my now five-month-old daughter was seven weeks old. This podcast is so helpful, and I wish I would have found it sooner. There's so much misinformation out there, and it just makes my heart sad. I have found a new passion for something, and one day I hope to be able to help new mamas on their breastfeeding journey and to be able to educate people on the truths about breastfeeding. Thank you, ladies, for making my drive into work an awesome one. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And that is so awesome. But you know what? This is how lactation consultants are born, through this yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. So when you're ready, Martin 33, let us know. Be one. Yeah, I feel like it's like not one of those things. It's not like, you know, there's aren't li- there's generally not like little kids that are like, I'm going to grow up to be a lactation consultant. It's one of these things that no, you like run into. Like you, ha- you have a personal experience with it and you, um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like, well, I feel like that's what it was like for me as a social worker. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't grow up being like, oh, I'm going to be a social worker. Like who says that? You know, you're like, you want to be a cop or a fireman or a doctor or whatever. Teacher. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. But then I went through all this, you know, it's I was totally like different. a teenager that needed a social worker. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to be a social worker. Yeah. That's cool. And today we have quite the topic for you. I can't wait. <laughs> We're talking now, about boobs. We are. Now, if anybody, if you follow our, um, well, Abby's Facebook or Instagram, my Facebook or Instagram, if you don't follow, oh my God, you have to follow because you're missing out on stuff. But Abby posted something on her Facebook and Instagram, which, um, did you put it on your Instagram? I can't even uh-huh. remember. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I, you know, I shared it as well, but it got a lot of like comments different comments 
Yes, it was a very simple meme that mm-hmm. said breasts are not sex organs. It was just a simple scientific statement. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of disagreement about it, which I find funny because it's science. Um, but I think that there is, I know that there is so much confusion when it comes to breasts in this in this way because we live in this culture where breasts are so sexualized. Um, and, you know, you can have whatever opinion you have about that. Um, but then we also have them legally categorized along with penises and vaginas, you know, regulated this way. Um, and there is just at the basis just a very gross misunderstanding of what breasts are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this topic. I love it so much that I just get I have a physic- physiological reaction to like when it comes up. Like, And I just can't. It's just it's just such a good topic. For, you know, you know, just understanding our bodies. It's so empowering when you really understand your body and that helps you understand like, you know, yourself, if you have these things, you know, you're kind of how, how you kind of start to see kind of these laws and the stuff for what they are. Um, And it's just, it's just such a great topic. And so I think that we should start with like a little bit of a, a discussion about biology because a lot of people don't quite understand it because we said like i said the society is set up for just total misunderstanding right um and i don't even know like i mean we say misunderstanding but i think it's more almost like lack of knowledge you know because like we grow up thinking like okay this is how it is you cover it up right it's looked at as sexual and then we go into being moms and breastfeeding and we're like oh my god like it's just we don't expect to not have it be a sexual thing so it's not like It's not like, okay, we're going to do this biology lesson because nobody knows what their boobs are. It's more of like, oh, my gosh, do we really know how it's supposed to be? Yeah, how everything fits together. Right. How does all this stuff work together? Because a lot of people say, well, wait a minute. I, I feel very sexual about my breasts and I use my, sex, my breasts during sex. So they're sex organs. But they're not. They're not. And, and that's okay. You can use whatever you want during sex. That's fine. But let's talk about what sex organs actually are. And we have, you know, we, we talk about primary sex organs. I like to use, I think that we just basically just start off, remove that word sex and put in reproductive. Yes. Because yes. this is a good way to start with the, with the understanding. Primary reproductive organs in our bodies are the testes in the male and the ovaries in the female. End of story. And then we have secondary reproductive organs those things aren't very sexy are they were there well they're those are these these are the this is everything else right the internal and the external the genitals the all the other things that are surrounded down there and then people say well but no but abby breasts are (laughs) secondary sex organs no they're not breasts are not sex organs breasts are secondary sex characteristics and these are features that develop during puberty Along with these, we have pubic hair. We have, in the male, we have the facial hair. We have the Adam's apple. And in the female, we have, like we're talking about, the enlarged breasts and the widening of the hips. Mm -hmm. Breasts are part of the lymph system. They're sometimes considered part of the reproductive system. Just like the hypothalamus in your brain. Just like your pituitary gland. Just like your adrenal gland. I, I know you all feel super sexy about your pituitary gland. 
right? <laughs> that is one oh. sexy secondary sex characteristic. It is. No, but see, this is what we're talking about here. It's not a sex organ. It's a secondary sex characteristic. It's part of the lymph system. Yes, it can also be part of the reproductive system. Just like the Adam's apple and the pubic hair, right? Right. This is Chest what hair, things, everything, yeah, like this all is, of that. Right. This is all stuff. Anything that develops in puberty is what breasts are. And so that gets very confusing. Um, and uh, so sex organs are not organs that we use during sex. They are not parts of our bodies that we feel aroused by when they are touched. They are not body parts that we're sexually attracted to. Those things are all great, but they're not sex organs. And I can, you know, this leads right into this. Abby, why are you telling us this? Abby, you're splitting hairs. This is a conversation that, you know, I don't think we need to have. Okay. (laughs) Obviously we do. Except that there are laws that categorize our breasts as sex organs. Right along with the penis and the vagina, they are regulated. And that is incorrect and it is harmful. Mm-hmm. And so this is why this conversation is needed. And people, you know, and then people say, but Abby, I don't, I, if you're going to walk around with your shirt off and people are going to look at you and, okay. I didn't say I wanted to walk around my shirt off. And, and a lot of people do, you know, yeah. I don't, I think it's unfair that men can go to the beach and get an even tan and I can't. You know, I don't think that that's fair. I don't either. And maybe you don't want to take your top off. Fine. You don't, nobody has to take their top off. That's not what this is about. It's about categorizing our body parts correctly. So that we cannot be controlled and regulated in a way that is a double standard. Because this doesn't happen with the male chest, does it? It does not. They are not, and they are the same body part. They are developed the exact same way. They might just not be used the same way. Only at certain times of life. Right. You know, men don't use their breasts to feed a baby. They, but, and, but they can lactate. They can lactate. They can get breast cancer. Mm-hmm. There are the same organs inside. We just have more. Right. And then the feedback is often, well, you're taking all the fun out of boobs, aren't you? Now, let me put the fun back in boobs. I love boobs. And when I say I love boobs, I mean I love boobs. Me too. My boobs are very sexual to me. And I feed my babies with them, which, by the way, I think makes them, like, the coolest things on the earth. I think they're, like, the coolest body part I have. Oh, I think they're fantastic. Mm -hmm. 
they're beautiful, they're sexy, they can do all kinds of things, they feel good when you touch them. I mean, they are an erogenous zone, right? We have erogenous zones all over our body. Oh, yeah. Which are areas of your body with extra nerve endings that feels good when you touch them. What are, I don't even know what our, our erogenous zones are, do you? Do you I, happen to know off the top of your head I all don't. of the erogenous zones on the body? And I think it might be different for everybody because, you know, some people are really super sensitive. Well, yeah. And well, exactly. Just some people, yeah. Right. You and know. some people, this is to say, some people are like, my boobs aren't, aren't sexual to me at all. And that's, you know what? This is your decision mm-hmm. and this is your experience in your body. The, the fact is that sex organ breasts are not sex organs. And so... They are, for you, as sexual as you want them to be. You know? Like, it's not, you can't, it's it's like, well, I mean, like, your ovaries. Sorry. (laughs) Those are sex organs. Like, you you know, that's just kind of, that's just how it is. That's just a fact. But your breasts, just like any other part of your body, is as sexual as it is for you. That's That's for you to decide. And I have so many mothers that I have seen that have said to me, I don't really have that much sensation in my breast anyway, or my breasts aren't very sensitive anyway, or I don't even like anybody touching me on my breast. So I, you know, which we talk about those things because now you have a baby yeah. suckling one. So right. it's important to know like, okay, is this painful? Is this not? Is this too much feel? Is this not enough feel? What What is going on there? Breastfeeding, a lot of breastfeeding is about how everything feels. And there's a lot of women who have zero reaction to what their breasts feel like. And that's yeah, and fine. there are... Yes, that's true. And that's totally fine. And there are some women that have a that we were talking about nursing aversion that one couple of weeks ago. I don't even remember exactly what episode we were we were in. But we were talking about um, oh, we we're talking about twiddling. Yeah, it was the twiddling episode. And we were talking about how twiddling can feel sexual. And um, because some some people's breasts are so sensitive and we live in a culture where breasts are sexualized yeah. and sometimes twiddling feels sexual. And that is just an awful feeling. You know, when you have a baby doing it. So that's why it's, it comes up with like nursing aversion. It's something that ends breastfeeding relationships a lot of times. If you know, if you're if you are struggling to kind of separate those things. I went through that myself. I had to stop all of that. I couldn't stand it anymore. So, yeah, I mean, my breasts are very sensitive. And, um, you know, before I had kids, they were primarily sexual for me mm-hmm. um i didn't have any other use for him i you know what i i don't even know i don't i honestly don't know what i would have said before i had kids if somebody said like why do you have boobs i probably maybe would have been able to like be like oh i guess you know they're for feeding babies but like i never thought about that right i like, thought my about mom my does. boobs i'm a girl all the time yeah yeah never, i mean i thought yeah. about my boobs all the time and they were never for feeding kids nope. ever and so look But the thing is, is that this, what we're talking about here, all of the sexual feelings that we have about breasts, this is cultural. Mm -hmm. There are cultures like tribal, tribal, tribes in certain areas in different cultures where this isn't how they feel about breasts. This is cultural. And um, there are, there is some, there is some biological basis for um, breasts being um, a part of like, um, playing a role in selection, you know, a male choosing a female that's, you know, mm-hmm. set up good for breastfeeding and birthing, you know, if you mm-hmm. think about really, like, getting down to, like, the animal instinct. There Absolutely. is some basis for that, for, 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 for selection. 
Um, but the, you know, the fetishizing, the kind of sexualizing, these arouse, arousal feelings that, that we feel about breasts, that's all cultural. And that's all, it's exactly the same as it is with like eyes, lips or legs or shoulders or whatever else you're attracted to. You know? Yeah. It's all the same. It, it is. And, and more about that after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Are you suffering from sore or cracked nipples? You are not alone and help is on the way. Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm is organic and lanolin-free, made with natural ingredients to heal, protect, and moisturize. It is safe for both mom and baby, and there is no need to wipe it off before breastfeeding. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and be sure to use promo code BADASS for 10% off your entire order. You know, I think you have a really good point there. And on your um, on your post that you did, you were saying how, you know, if somebody says to you, if you breastfeed your baby in public, that, you know, my husband looks, at, I don't want my husband looking at you. Mm-hmm. It's, it turns him on or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we could be turned on by somebody's eyes. You could be turned on by somebody, the way somebody walks down the street. You know, that doesn't have anything to do with... I know. Yeah, I might be turned on by your husband looking at me breastfeeding. Right. Your husband might be looking at me. You're scared he's turned on by my breasts. I might be turned on him by him. He might be hot. I don't know. <laughs> Who's that? I mean, I can't help it. But I look at men. I'm bl- I'm not blind. I mean, I can see men and, uh, you know, sometimes they turn me on. And it's, I don't make that their problem. Right. It's not their problem. I'm not problem. like, oh, my God, hide your shoulder. It's too sexy. <laughs> And this was something that so we were talking about this last week. My husband and my son and I we were talking about it because, you know, you had put that post up. And I was saying how, like, other cultures completely cover everything. Or yeah. remember, and Tom was saying, my husband was saying, you know, what about how it used to be where you had to have skirts long enough to not show the knees because knees right. were too considered too sexy mm-hmm. or ankles were considered too sexy. So they wanted women to wear long skirts. Like, there's... All sorts of things, but somehow the boobs stuck. Right, and we've become so desensitized to knees. We don't think about right. that anymore. I've ne- no one's ever looked at someone's knees and been like, "Oh my god, knees!" Like, right. but not that long ago. That's exactly how it was. Yep. And the and and there was this. You sent me this article, oh, which so had a fantastic line in it that was talking about how the censorship of breasts contributes to this contributes to the over sexualizing of it mm-hmm. D- contributes to the fetishizing of breasts and then you know people are like well i don't want to be desensitized to breasts you know well you know it's that's fine and i don't think that's going to happen i think that that's how they are in our culture and i think that's fine but we cannot have laws regulating breasts there are no laws. There is no regulation of the male chest. Right. There used to and be. And we cannot treat, treat it differently. Right. There used to be. And then it was, they started showing male chests in movies. Clark Gable, I think maybe it was. And um, they just kind of fought against it. And then there you go. The bare chest of the man was out there for everybody. But for yeah. women, it was never. Thank God, accepted. because yum. <laughs> I mean, come on. Why shouldn't we be able to see bodies? I'm not saying that we should walk around with our genitalia hanging out. I understand that there is a there's a reason why we regulate certain parts of the body. 
you know, that are primarily for sexual reproduction. You know, there is a reason for that. But I mean, wouldn't it be, I mean, like, you know, so we have, you know, anything else that's not that, there's no reason to regulate that. Oh. And if you don't want to see, you know, breasts hanging out, you know, okay. I mean, I don't want to see feet hanging out. I put that in my post, too. I, I don't, yep. you know, I, I find feet incredibly disturbing. I don't like looking at feet. I think feet are gross. I don't care how many times you go to get a pedicure. I don't care. I, I don't want to see it. I have never thought in my life that somebody needs to take that upon themselves. I've never been like, oh, you need to wear boots. Or, you know, we should have, it should be illegal for people to walk around in sandals. <laughs> That's ridiculous. If I don't want to see feet, look right. away. You know, it's a part of the body. Everybody has a right to have it and to have it out. But, you know, if, we, if we're going to sexualize breasts and we're going to make it so that we're going to regulate them, then let's regulate every part of the body that we use during sex. Yes, exactly. And thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, yeah, we use all kinds of body parts during sex, right? Right. I mean, you can use your, you can, you don't have to just use your, you know, primarily sexual organs in order to, um, even orgasm. Right. You can use any part of the body to, to orgasm. And we don't, you can use your hands, you can use your mouth. And we don't, we don't say, oh my God, you use that hand, you know, to touch your husband last night. Well, you should cover that up with a glove. Right. Better get a glove. Better wear gloves. Better wear gloves. All the time. I don't care how hot you are. <laughs> but like, that's how ridiculous it is. It's an, it's the exact same, it's the exact same thing. That is exactly what you're saying. If you say that somebody has to cover their breasts because, you know, we have these sexual feelings about breasts and we can use breasts during sex, then, then you are saying that we need to cover our hands and our mouth because we also use those during sex. That's right. what you're saying. Now, we do have situations, of course, where, like, if I sent my 16-year-old daughter outside topless because I figure that, that I think that's the right thing to do, is she going to be totally, I don't even know what the word is. Harassed? You know, yes. Harassed is a good way to put it. Yes, absolutely. And that's really sad. Because this is not how it's supposed to be. But this is how our society says it's supposed to be. Right. Oh, exactly. They, they Exactly. It's always put on the female. Right. It is always put whatever happens to the, the, the female, it, the responsibility of that is put on her. Right. You know, this is the same thing of like, you know, you know, she was sexually harassed even raped well what was she wearing what was she doing where was she who was she around was she drunk right it's maddening oh my god i can't even it's unbelievable it is just it's never about the perth the perpetrator it's never about the person who's doing these horrific things right it's like well what did you do to bring this on well, you shouldn't, you know, we do this with everything. We do this with breastfeeding. We do it with, you know, wearing mini skirts. We do it with, you know, having a low cup. And, and then, and then, and then on the other hand, we've got half naked ladies plastered everywhere to sell everything from b- 
barbecues to, you know, mm-hmm. beer. Well, you've got the um, Victoria's Secret thing what, once a year on on regular primetime TV. They are doing their uh, catwalk of the new they're lingerie. Semi, yeah, they're, yeah, right. Whatever, right. They're, they're, whatever they do, because I've never yeah. watched it. But they're parading up and down in underwear. Very skimpy underwear with very little things on. On primetime television for That's everybody beautiful. to watch. I'm sorry. And they stick some angels' wings on their yeah, backs they and do. call it I fair. Know. And I want to buy all of it. And I'm sorry, I do. But, you know, I, I agree with you. I don't... It's like... It's, and I don't have a problem with them doing that. But if we're going to do that, then we should be able to all do it. like it, it should be like that anyway. Right. Well, then you shouldn't be harassed for breastfeeding. Right. Exactly. And you shouldn't be. You shouldn't have regulated. You know things about boobs. Right. You can't have it both ways. No. We're trying to have it both ways. You know. No. No. This is. But this is what our society is has done, and I find it really difficult because. I said, you know, I don't want to send my daughter out there topless, but at the same time, I want to be like, but you know what? It is your right to be, you know? So it's like, it's that, but yeah, it's just, I mean, I think I say the same thing about breastfeeding. People, people say I feel more comfortable covered and you know what? I understand. Yeah. We live in a culture where breasts are so over-sexualized. They're fetishized that people do not feel comfortable doing basic things that their breasts were made to do. And so this is, I wish that you didn't feel like you had to cover, but the fact that you feel like more comfortable that way, that I totally understand that. And the fact that people don't want to walk around topless, I would not walk out of my house right now. First of all, I can't walk out of my house right now topless because there's a nipple ban in Chicago. Stop. It's illegal. Uh, no, it's illegal in Chicago to have your breasts exposed. <laughs> God. There is a breath. That's like there's a lot of cities like that. I I know, but like I, I just can't even believe it. It's just so. I stupid. know. No, this is happening right in front of us all the time. Just female it's nipples. Illegal. Does it say like female nipple only or just? Yes, that's oh what the laws are. This is what this is all about. These are female nipples being regulated like they are sex organs. It is for females, not males. That's why when you go to the beach, you see. A bunch of male chests and all the breasts are covered. I know that there are cities that are not like this now. They're 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 lifting these laws. They're changing these laws, but it is not at all close to being all of them. No. And I live in Chicago. I mean, I thought I didn't think of Chicago as being pretty yeah, liberal. You would, yeah. But no, it's illegal here. But I also, if it was legal, I probably wouldn't just start walking around topless. Because we don't really live in a society right now where that would really go well for me. I don't think that that would, you know, that I would feel uncomfortable. I know that people would gawk. People would go, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, you know, and, and, you know, I just wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. I mean, I think that we have to keep pushing in this direction until, you know, um, at least until, and, I mean, and these laws need to change. Yeah. You know, the fact that the bodies are being, our bodies are being reg- regulated is just wrong. And it needs to stop. And that is generally how social change happens. You know, wouldn't it, like how you said, you wouldn't want to walk outside even if it was legal right now because, but wouldn't it be nice to have the option? And I feel like that. And I totally would do it on the beach. I would. Yeah. I would take my top off on the beach because I would too. I'm sick and tired of the strap lines. 
But I've, you know, and I kind of feel like that when I have moms that say that they're not comfortable breastfeeding in public. And I wasn't either because I did not come from a breastfeeding family. We didn't do that. Like it just wasn't – our family is very like closed in. Nobody sees anything on anybody. But it is nice to have the option. And if you want to breastfeed in public, you should know that you can do that without a problem. But if you want to cover, then you can do that too. And nobody should like – pass judgment on somebody doing the other no. thing because it is up to you. It's your choice. That's why right, we that's have the choices. Thing. It's your body. You should do what you want with it. There shouldn't be any laws around here trying to dictate what you do and don't do with your breasts that are no different than any other kind of me- breasts that have nothing to do with, you know, the sex organs that we regulate. And when people There's say no reason for it. And when people say things like, and we've all read this on social media or wherever else, I don't think people should be breastfeeding in public. I think it's something that should be done at home, privately. They don't mm-hmm. want to say, I think I'm sexualizing it. That's not what they're saying. They yeah, want to, they don't, they're saying that, but not outright. But yeah. when they say, oh, I think this, this is something that should be private between a mother and a baby. Really? I mean, right then and there, you are the one sexualizing breastfeeding. Exactly. We live in a culture where you, the sight of breasts, is sexual. The sight of breastfeeding is first and foremost sexual. Mm-hmm. And that's disgusting because that is not what they are. Right. Not any more than your mouth or your hands or whatever you use. But you know what? You can probably find it anywhere you would find porn. You know, I mean, oh, like, I've, well, yeah. I've seen that all over, like, whenever I'm looking for breastfeeding articles or I get breastfeeding articles sent to me or I look up breastfeeding, oh, it never fails. I'll get one that says, oh, you know, woman's breastfeeding her husband and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, this is, uh, that's why it's so sexualized. Like, you just can't, you can't get away from that part of it. You cannot talk about breastfeeding in public or breastfeeding in general without people somehow sexualizing it. Yep. I mean, I get I have a fairly big profiles on on social media and I get daily, weekly messages from usually men. That's gross. You're disgusting. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm assuming because I'm you because I'm breastfeeding with my breasts. Yeah, because you're using them for what they don't want you to use them for. Right. Exactly. Mm hmm. Exactly. They want to be in control of my body. Right. Sorry. Not what a wonderful topic. We will we revisit this topic again. We can. We'll, we'll yeah. just do a second part. We'll just keep going on and on because there's so much to talk about. And I'm sure you all have tons of things to say, too, because this is such a lively discussion and we would love to hear from you. Yeah, we would absolutely add love. to the conversation. We will read the comments in a episode we we would love to hear um we would love you all to be involved in the conversation absolutely especially if you're into the wanting to make a change yes absolutely um and thank you for listening and please share your experience and your thoughts whatever in the review section on itunes and maybe you'll be our review of the week and head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for sponsor links, for promo codes, for an awesome list of resources and all of our other fantastic episodes. And you can get information about how to get your own lo- online consultation with Diane. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>